Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How you doing? I'm all right. Good. How are you? And I'm I'm good. You're good. Yeah, okay, I good. feel better. Good. All right. I tried. I, I I didn't feel great. I was sick for sure. But I knew you had a long weekend coming up. Right. That's what we were talking. about. So I tried about. to be a gentleman. Try not to get you sick. And but I you got sick it. anyway. So. Yeah, and of course I didn't. Feel, I felt totally fine. You were gone, and I felt totally fine until Friday, and it was like when I got home. You know, okay, work. Right. So we're, or no, I guess Thursday, because we had Friday off. So it was like sometime on Friday, you know, got this four-day weekend, and I'm like, I hope this is just like a one-day thing. And But then it seems like mine was different. But then we find out our old boss got sick, yeah, like so everybody's been sick. Yeah. And we had just told, had that story on the air about that company that does research and said that August 27th or whatever, the most people yeah. call in sick, and they think I was sick for sure. They think it's because kids go back to school. Right. That's and you was sick. Right, you said your son was didn't. Sick. Yeah, isn't it? Some people, you know, they just, you're around and be like, how are you not getting this? Yeah. Because I know who I got it from, and everyone else around me got it except you. But maybe they already had it. I don't know. But then on top of that, it's like. But I, maybe he's just not a bitch. Maybe. That's you know what I mean? Thing. I also think that's true. like, how do you feel? He's like, I'm okay. I got a little bit of a cold. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't, you know, maybe eat something other than chicken fingers and, and milkshakes <laughs> right, right. every day like me. You know, maybe you actually have some vitamins <laughs> in your system. Get a little sun, a little exercise. Right. I'm sure that's a huge part of the problem. If I got if Joe Rogan got the same virus I did, I'm he'd sure probably he probably fine. wouldn't even feel it, right? Yep. All of his supplements. My supplements are sitting at home eating oatmeal and like praying. Just come on, God. My trend dash nine. Yeah, exactly. Well that does help actually, but <laughs> made me feel better and gave me energy, that's for sure. Yeah. It's but, nice to have around. So but you were in dad mode, right? I was long weekend. Did you guys yeah. do anything fun? Well, I mean, yeah. Uh we went to Oceans of Fun. Yeah, Brooke told me that. She said she was talking to you. I, yeah, we were texting each other. Yeah, I, I didn't ask. I was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to know. But she's like, yeah. I think Eliza and the boys are yeah. like, how did you, did you know what OG posted? No, I was, he told me. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. 
We'll go in the other room now. We'll just end the conversation. I'll ask him about it later. How was no. it? Who? Me and your girlfriend? It was great. <laughs> oh, no. You and your it's family. You I mean, and your it's family. Not, not often enough, but it's <laughs> nice when you're sick. You and your family at the water park. How was it? It was good. It's fun. You know, right? We don't go a lot. Right. We went a lot this summer because we got season passes. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's crowded. And, it was the last weekend. But, we, you know, we always have a good time when we go. Yeah. Well, here's what you do. If we're still employed next year, because I never like to say, like, next Mm-mm. year we're working here. If we're still employed next year, what you do is, because our boss said that we can take a lot of Fridays off, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the summertime. So, take Friday off. You go there on a Friday. Mm. You know, tell them, like, hey, skip school today, or as soon as you get home, we'll go. It'll be the and, summertime, right? Oh, right. Exactly. I'm an idiot. They're not in school. I always forget that. My brother's a teacher and doesn't work in the summer, and I always forget that. He's oh. never worked in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, like, oh, sorry, you work. He's like, I don't work in the summer. Right. I asked him one time <laughs> about, you know, how much does he get paid and that sort of private stuff, and he was telling me, he's like, the big thing is I don't ever want to get a job where I work during the summer. Yeah, right. Like, oh, Once you get used to it, I'm sure. Crazy. Yeah, because he just went from school to teaching at school. Yeah. So he's never worked during Those the summer. Those summers off got to be nice. Absolutely. And yeah. I think for college, I think it's like a real almost three months that he gets off. So it's not bad. Mm-mm. But, you know, that's a, I, you, you saw... Uh, and they went to the Royals game yesterday. It was a good game oh, to be. It's going go. like 15 runs or something. There you go. So that was a good weekend. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I don't. My AC completely broke. Finally, mm. he's gonna come fix it. But last, sick. <laughs> last night, I'm sick. I mean, now I, I got my imagine. girlfriend sick, and I looked at the thermostat. She's sick now. Yeah, she's sick now, and she wasn't sick. And I was like, she's not gonna get it. And then today, I, when I came up uh, to the living room this morning, she was already awake, and uh, she was like, oh, she was blowing her nose. Like, oh, you got it. She's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, sorry. Well, I told well, you. I, I don't think anything. I gave it to her. I think it's something different, don't you? Mine felt different. You weren't around. I don't think that she saw you. I don't believe that. I believe she was at the lake, and I believe you she were there. She did go to the lake with her sister. I know. <laughs> right? Right, because for some reason you guys How were texting. I, know I, don't, I don't know. I just How know, did that I know that? She just casually mentioned what you were doing yeah. this weekend, and I figured it was something she saw on Instagram. Cool, it was a cool restaurant. I went to the cave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It did look cool. She sent me some pictures. She said it's her new favorite place down I know. there. Well, that's what it's it our was. our new favorite place. She said that you should take the boys there. I, d- I knew that. I think mm. I knew that, right? A couple, like a week or so ago, you were asking for places to go? Mm. Okay. That's well, not when I talked to her. You know, this is like when you don't look at someone's phone because, you know, you're not going <laughs> to like something. Yeah. So I just am like, oh, you talked to him. You knew that? Okay. Yeah. We chat every once in a while. It's fine. You know, it's weird. Uh, do you text my brothers, uh, too? Because, you know, then it would be feel a little more even. Because no. Lazo and I are kind of like brothers. And it's like, I don't oh, think I ever have. Dude, and Lazo doesn't text him. So, <laughs> well, you know what? Let's just leave it at that. I'm glad that you guys get along. I think mm-hmm. that's great. I think that's yeah. great. It's great I can't wait till we all live on. together, to be honest with you. Dude, it's going to be so great. I'm serious. We're talking <laughs> about it this perfect week. perfect for Talk, me. Talking about this week. I don't have to do any of the boyfriend stuff. No. It's going to be amazing. Like just reap all the benefits. Yep. You get your own place. The yeah. hur- hurricane missed it, by the way, right. last week. So then, it's totally fine. And it's ready to go. We had the whole thing planned out this weekend. But I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. Brooke said, listen. Because um, I said, you know, Lazo, we're going to retire down there. And Lazo's going to live on one side. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know where Snow Cone's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, maybe we'll try and find something. But <laughs> Lazo's going to be living next door. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, this will be a, a, the, the, the great retirement plan. She goes, yeah, yeah, the, you do need to know. Though. She's like, I've heard you talk about that. He might have to live with Martha. Well, we all talked about that like, this weekend. Oh, so, oh yeah, okay. You it. guys already talked about that. Oh, okay. Well, okay. okay, great. Because I thought it was, I couldn't tell if she no, was joking no, no. around I or not. I figured there'll be some sort of rotating. It's like, well, you get along. You, you've met, you've hung out before. So, you know. That'll be great. It'll just be the two of you. In that house, and then, you know, Brooke and I will be in the other house. And well, yeah, we can switch it up. Yeah, okay. That's fine. what we talked about. We'll just, we'll just rotate nights. It's like, hey, it's my night I over mean, yeah, here. yeah, it's not every night. You know, I don't want <laughs> right. to sister wives thing. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. 
We will be retired, so we, you know, we should at least enjoy each yeah. other's companies, uh, we were talking about. It sounds like a lot of fun. Snow cone, don't That'd worry. Nice we'll and, you. you know, it'll be us three on one side, and, you know. Yeah. You know. You can watch your shows or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I got a little spot to watch Netflix. <laughs> Don't worry, Snowcomb. We'll find you a little place down there. I've already been looking, and we'll okay, make it a good. big, happy family. But the first thing we got to do, mm-hmm. goal one, we got to figure out how to live old enough to retire. No, that's true. Man, yeah. I th- you guys saw uh, Steve Harwell, oh, isn't that man. his name? Yeah. Died. 56. 56 years old. And you know, when they say liver he failure? died peacefully at home from liver failure, I'm like, that doesn't sound peaceful. peaceful. I don't know. I mean, I know a little bit about liver failure. I guess jaundice, right? You see people's yeah. skin turn yellow, whatever. Yeah. We knew that he, he got kicked out of the band, didn't he? He retired. Well, he, there wasn't the, there some there was issue that, there at a, that There was a live show, show where he like just went nuts. Went nuts. But yeah. he, he had done that before, right? It wasn't the first time. It was just like that time they decided that was enough. I don't know. Yeah, if it was, I think it was more like a forced exit. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like a drinking thing. Is that, they said he had a drink problem. Right. And, problem, and I think, yeah. I'm, again, I don't know if for pause, pause about this, but as I recall in those videos, you could see him holding cans of yeah. alcohol, right? He didn't look that bad, though. I knew he said some weird things on Twitter occasionally yeah. or whatever. Well, he got into it with Nick Wright, didn't he? Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot, I forgot about all about that. that. And yeah. he got into it with the Oakland A's. Yeah, and they tweeted right. at him. He criticized them, and they tweeted back and said, hey, if we need to learn how to write a crappy 90s pop song <laughs> right. on the contact, you let us run the baseball <laughs> team. It's pretty funny. But anyway, yeah, 56, that's not old enough. No. no, no but no, how no, much no, was he no. drinking? We know that. Well, his, did you hear what his manager yeah, said? Hmm. His manager said something about, like, you know, he was a great guy, and he lived life to the fullest. It was kind of like a very polite right. way of saying like, look man, he lived like a rock star his whole life. He had right. a lot of fun. Actually, I might have a clip of them talking about it. Hey now, you're an all-star. With hits like All-Star and Walking on the Sun. Good tunes, man. Smash Good Mouth tunes. delivered a list of earworms that became the soundtrack for a generation. Man, they had so many hits. On Monday, <laughs> the band announced that their famous frontman, Steve Harwell, died at 56 from acute liver failure yeah. after many health issues. The band's manager telling NBC News, it Steve is. Harwell was a true American original, adding, quote, his only tools were his irrepressible charm and charisma, his fearlessly reckless ambition, and his king-sized cojones. Steve lived a 100% full-throttle life. That's not no. a bad eulogy from your manager after no. you die. You say, look, he lived life to the fullest, he was an original, no. he was fun, and he had big balls. I don't know yeah. why he threw that in there. Yeah, that was weird. But like he threw it. that in there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I like yeah, it. Yeah, huge balls. Yeah, but I just don't like the whole dying at 56 thing. That's not going to work for me. Well, you'd have to know how much you drank. It sounds like it, I mean, really it sounds curious. like it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Look, that, but we don't know what a lot is. Yeah, like, like you need to get that. drinking? Right, and we need to get that, you know, that standard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In the scientific experiment. <laughs> like, right. hey. is what I do drink a lot? Is that like him? I, right, exactly. Or is he waking up and pounding vodka to get through I the morning? I don't know yeah. the answer Who, exactly. To that. The, I think he's trying to know. hold off the shakes, but we don't know. But that we don't know true. for sure. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. And I don't. They know. could be like, but no, I mean, we, we drink do. every night, but not a ton. No. And uh, you would say, see, acute liver failure. Well, like, you're saying that because you drink every night and you're hoping that it's not you, but we yeah. don't know that. Yes, and Snokon, I will say, I know we someone know who definitely did not wake up and drink. He was not a liquor drinker, yeah. any of that stuff. He drank beer at night. You like to get you know a buzz, kind of drunk at night. I think he pounded quite a few and he'd go to bed that's what he did he got a physical at some point when he was like in his 30s and his doctor was like your triglycerides are so high you could die right now and that's from your liver you just some people handle it better than others you have to stop drinking so i think it's one of those things too where it's like everyone's different you got to go to the doctor Mm -hmm. i guess and say like hey can you tell how's my liver doc can i get on one of those blood work waiting lists now exactly right just get the blood work and they'll tell Mm -hmm. you what's going on i mean i know what they're going to say 
they're going to say, well, you know, don't ever binge drink. It's like, well, okay. Well, yeah, that's so what what, you would do one white. I will say my blood work is fine this time. <laughs> Mine was good last year. I'm supposed to do. I was supposed to do it uh, in July, and I've, mm. I've been like, yeah, let me get a little healthier. I've been first. doing it every three months. Every three months. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you did the tea thing. I that mm-hmm. that's good, right? I mean, that gives you peace of mind. Yeah, right. Unless I guess they come back with something like, yeah, we don't know what this is. You need to go to a specialist in Minneapolis. And well, like, well, oh my god. You know the thing that is like they send it to you on that portal or whatever. So you can see your results before the doctor talks. Okay, to you. I get a piece of paper in the mail. I get like a e- like a portal that I can log into. Okay, and sometimes it'll be like you know, red or yeah. whatever it is. I'm like, oh no, and then it takes your doctor a couple of days to call you or whatever. Yeah, and then it'll call you be like, oh no, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like that, you know. And I'm like, okay, right. But but when you're waiting on when it. when you're waiting and you're like it's red, you're like, oh yeah, exactly. That's like the one feeling. of them said I was. My number was. Off and it, it sent a thing like this is what it means mm-hmm. and you need to do the stuff and then I was pretty panicked yeah like I don't know what that is like but I got to do stuff and you know and then he called me and was like oh we didn't test for that so it's, your number was zero oh, God. <laughs> yeah well thanks a lot <laughs> right I appreciate it that's why a right. lot of people like me they go hey see you in July and you're like yeah, maybe right we'll see how I'm feeling <laughs> right the church the church of Laszlo What's going on well you know we were just talking about getting older earlier. Uh, you know the website Loudwire. It's you know music stuff. We've read articles mm-hmm. from Loudwire recently. They might have been the ones that did the album covers. I don't know. They do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I always check them out. But did you hear the stuff? You guys, have, I'm sure, heard of Dad Rock. I mean, Dad Rock is just sure. something we've been saying probably since we were kids. I don't know, Lazo, when you were a kid, did you say that uh, the well, I can't remember the guy that your mom listened to, but did, did that? No, stuff, we didn't call it Dad so, Rock. You didn't no, call it Dad no. Rock yet. I know. Uh, there's Yacht Rock, yeah. right, which I, I still don't totally understand, but I'm like, maybe that's sort of also Dad Rock. No, I, Dad Rock is like um, Wilco right. and the National. Right. Which, that's Dad Rock. Yacht Rock is like Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Stuff you would listen to on a yacht. Okay, right. That makes sense. So, so Brooks' dad likes Yacht Rock, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what you're describing. You and I have fallen into the Dad, dad Rock. rock. Because you fell in love with the National right. later. And I literally was talking to Snowcone last week. I was like, man, I don't know what it is. But each year that I age, it started around 35. Wilco songs just keep sounding better and better. And I have so many Wilco songs in my place now. And it's like, they'll put out a new song. And I'm like, man, this is great. And then I'm asking myself, like, is it really that different from the last song? Like, is this the kind of music I'm into? I don't remember liking Wilco. I didn't hate them. Yeah, no. you know, I'm like, oh, heavy metal drummer, whatever. When I was younger, right. now I'm just like, give me more. Give me. So you you do start to fall into that, uh, you know, dad rock thing. But this Loudwire article, they're talking about things that'll make you feel old because there's kids that are saying, no, 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 dad rock are bands now that we wouldn't think of because we're older. My Chemical Romance, they mm. say, yeah, is dad sure. rock. Lincoln Park is dad rock. They say Slipknot. Is Dad Rock? What? Yeah, I don't no, know. I've never been to a Slipknot show. I don't know. Are there a lot of young people at a Slipknot show? I mean, I'm being yeah, honest. I don't, I don't know. I've never been. Like, if you went to a corn show, do young people still? Are they still into that? Yeah, no. I really don't know. You, you say no, Lazlo? No. Okay, so if they put on a show, it would be people. You know, yeah. you usually know what to expect when you go to a show. I went and saw uh, Limitheads, and you know, I, everyone was at least yeah. forty, right? Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. you, you kind of have an idea. My Chemical Romance, when did that song come out? Maybe like 2003 or four. I think there are kids who like them. You do? Yeah, I think there's kids. There's still emo kids out there. That are young and they just get into emo and they're like, yeah, this is cool. And so they'll, yes. they'll listen to some of those bands that have been around 20 years. Yeah. It's hard to believe 20 years. But, 
But, you know, My Chemical Romance being dad rock, you go, well, I mean, I guess a lot of the people who like My Chemical Romance are dads. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, it's just, it, it's one of these things that makes you But I think, it, I mean, I guess. So this kid said. You should have a different name, but. So, so he, the kid said. But I get that it's for dads. They're dads now who are listening to that exactly. stuff. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, well, I understand. But when you say dad rock, and it could just be because I'm old. I don't think of this. Well, because you're older. Because though. I'm old. Right. But so he says, my Kim Lincoln Park Slipknot. Well, like my nephew's down. a dad. Mm-hmm. And that's what he listens to. Okay. You know, he grew up, he was a, you know, a teenager and he was listening to My Chemical Romance and Coheed and Cambria. That's all he listens to. Right. And I'm and just. so that's dad rock for him. Right. But for us, it's Wilco. And, yeah. And we were working together when those bands got popular. Well, maybe not Lincoln Park, but like My Kim for sure, System of a Down, we're at the height of We were already working together. So, you know, I wasn't a teenager. I guess when I was a teenager, it was, you know, a little different. But I did like a lot of that stuff. I mean, in my early 20s, I, I loved Taking Back Sunday and some of those bands. So I totally get it. it. It's been 20 years. But so those are the bands he mentions. My Kim, Lincoln Park, Slipknot, System of a Down, and Fall Out Boy. Um, but they're saying when you say dad rock, what people normally think oh, of says, is... I'm looking right here. Uh, it says dad rock, and the first thing it says, Corn, uh, the dad rock band. Oh, okay, interesting. The band was go. labeled dad rock for a good reason. Okay. I mean, look, if they put on a show and I went, I guess I would not expect to see a lot of And this teenagers. is, this says, so the whole article on what you're talking about says there's no easy answer to this question. It depends on who you ask. Yeah, what, what website is that? Uh, it's not Loudwire, right? Voicesfire.net. Okay. So they well, say... Pearl Jam is definitely dad rock. That makes sense, I think, too. Yeah, Pearl mm-hmm. Jam makes sense. I mean, we're, we're going back to the 90s now, right? That's 30 years almost. So they say, you know, when most people say dad rock, the bands that come to mind are Led Zeppelin... Black Sabbath, uh, they mentioned Motley Crue, Iron Maiden, and then also Pearl Jam, maybe, and Nirvana, right? It says the Foo Fighters, Weezer, and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are dad rock. Okay, that makes sense. R.E.M.'s dad rock. Okay. Tom Petty. Tom Petty for sure, but I kind of felt like he was dad rock already when I was a kid. I mean, I don't know when he got, when was he at the height of his career, the 80s? When did he have his biggest hits? Well, the 90s with that Johnny Depp yeah, video. Yeah, that was big. I mean, right, that was a, that was a huge song, so... Uh, so, anyways, they're saying, look, you know, most people Springsteen. Say, that for sure. Springsteen is is dad rock. Well, the bands that you mentioned, though, the yacht rock bands, I definitely think of those bands as dad rock. But that's because I'm old, right? So when I was a kid, uh, Steely Dan and Super Tramp and all those bands, that was already classic rock when I was a kid. So now I'm in my 40s, but I still think of those bands as dad rock because it was old when I was a kid. But you're saying right. it's yacht rock, yacht but rock. that's the stuff that I think of. But I understand. Well, that saying, yacht rock is like what your mom listened to yeah. on the way to school. Yeah. You know? I'm sure a lot of people did. My mom listened to Rod Stewart, but yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure that a lot of parents did. I mean, you, it was on the radio. It was on the radio station that was designed for parents. I know that, right? And so they, they, there's they, a they whole documentary on yacht rock, baby. Oh, that's right. You should watch it. You I told me about that. I, I, it was like on Amazon or something, mm-hmm. right? I totally forgot about that. I should watch that. So uh, anyway, System of a Down, Avenged Sevenfold. They're adding to this list. Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace. It's interesting. Deftones. I do think Deftones could be considered dad rock at this point, right? I, I like the Deftones. Deftones are one of those bands that kind of, they manage to pull a lot of fans that aren't necessarily yeah. big metal fans. Like, you like the Deftones, but, right? Yeah, but there's kids who like them, too. So Th- you I think, think so? Yeah. Okay. See, I think the harder stuff is different. And that's what I don't know, because in my mind, I think of, you know, rock and roll as being, if it's dangerous at all, then kids like it. But, of course, I didn't think classic rock was all that dangerous when I was a kid, because it was old. So I understand that maybe now a kid doesn't think a system of a down, or even Avenged Sevenfold, Deftones, whatever, that that's dangerous. They put Muse on there. 
Uh, Bullet for My Valentine, Skillet, Fallout Boy, and Sum 41. Hmm. I don't even know if it says um, the kid who made the video who started this whole debate was wearing a Metallica shirt. Just a little tidbit there. So, you know, what is dad rock now? Is it Led Zeppelin and uh, Black Sabbath and Motley Crue? Or do we have to change it now to System of a Down, Linkin Park? I just, I don't know. I mean, look, it doesn't matter. It's a it's a fun debate, I guess. Right. But we're, what's the average age that people have kids now? I don't know. Probably late twenties, yeah, mid probably. to late twenties, something like that. So, and the people who would have been teenagers when Mike M and Lincoln Park and those bands were at their prime, they're in their thirties or or even 40s, close to forties yeah. now, right? So I guess that stuff is all dad rock. And the the other thing, I'll circle this back to the Wilco thing. Like you fell in love with the National. I'm starting to fall in love with Wilco. I guess I did. But I also find it harder now to discover new things, and that really scares me, right? I'm like, are we in kind of a drought, or am I getting old and having a harder time? I mean, I saw that news story this weekend about that electronic festival in New York or whatever, Zoo. Did you see that snow cone? All the chaos up there and all that. I mean, so many kids, and I'm like, is that what they're into now? Like, I don't really know, and that scares me a little bit. You've always been good. Well, there you go. Jeff Tweedy and his sons are the new kings of dad rock. Yeah. So what are your kids like? his band. What are your kids into, like, rock-wise? Because um, that's what matters to me. Do they like stuff that, we've, that I've never heard? My youngest, like? who is, what, Generation Alpha or whatever. Okay. He, anything with a guitar, he's just like, you guys, you redneck country dorks oh okay yeah so he just considers that uh, it's all crap so he just listens to hip-hop he likes period. okay and like, he, there's nothing he's in seventh grade right yeah i think that's about the time that i started because all the grunge had kind of turned into creed at that point and we were getting a lot of right. counting crows and stuff like that so i started listening to just hip-hop at that so age. he's like yeah no but he could uh, but he could grow out of that too and still, still love hip-hop right but he could come back around that's what happened to me my oldest listens to a lot of hip-hop but he'll like i'll go you know he's still he listens to stuff we listen to but okay. I don't know. Like, you know, he listened to Shins. Like, if I went to his playlist, Kings of Leon. Okay. Stuff like that. But, see, all but he's games. not like an MGK or in, like none of that. Right. Well, okay, that's good, right. I guess. But my question is those bands, like the Shins and all those bands that it seemed like in the 2000s were just popping up on Garden State soundtracks, where it was all right. of these indie bands, and, and they, a lot of them at least had one sort of hit that was big enough to get on the radio and people would come to their shows. Who the hell are those bands now? I just don't see them. No. I, thought, I really thought COVID would bring them together. Hey, we got nothing to do. Let's write a bunch of songs. Let's put out albums. But I try to keep an eye on it. I really do. And I just, I, I don't know. I guess it's possible that we're just in a drought, but I'm afraid it's no. It's just that you're old. You're old and you're listening and to Will finds, Yeah, he finds something I listen to. And I'm like, wow. And he'll turn me on and be like, hey, you should listen to this. See, that's what I need. And it's like, man, it's like Neo Soul stuff. Okay, I like that. Sounds song. like, yeah, yeah, like you would like it. Sounds like, like New Leon, Al Green and stuff. Like Leon Bridges and... Yeah, um, but, you know, more modern. Yeah. What's the other guy's name that just passed away who didn't get popular until he was older? I really like that guy. Hey, did Charles Bradwick. Yeah, Charles Bradley. Yeah. He passed away, right? What a crazy story. Like, well, I think you'd like it. So, yeah, I would probably be into it because I right. do like that stuff. So he'll send me that stuff all the time. Like, hey, you should listen to this. Yeah. But, yeah, I just wonder... But it's like a modern take are. on Leon Bridges. Okay. <laughs> Modern tech, that's crazy because I guess Leon Bridges has been over a decade, right? Yeah, I mean, he did a show for us 10 years ago. Right. I mean, and, it's not new. And what do they say a generation is? Is it 20 years or 25? They say it's been a generation. They'll say that, you know, they'll right. write it in articles or whatever, the generation ago. I think it's 25 years. So I mean, Leon Bridges might have done a show for us before, longer than 10 years ago. I saw him at Willie Nelson's uh, ranch or whatever. That would have been for South By. 
I don't know what year that was, but that was the first time I ever saw him in person. And I felt like he was a fairly new artist at that time. So I don't know, maybe Snowcone's pretty good with the trivia stuff when it comes to the years. And I would say, what, like 2014, maybe? Coming Home was, was 2015. 2015. So, I mean, you're talking nine right. years ago. It's starting to, start, starting to get old already, which is crazy. Right. Like if I, you know, my oldest would be like, dude, that's not new. Right. Exactly. Right? Like, so what is that? You know, hey, guys, you're young. Help me find it, because I'm going through looking at everything new. Snowcone, you know, will send me music, but a lot of times in the last couple of years, it's been, hey, here's something old we missed. And I sent him a song last week that I was it's like, oh, this is, is great, but it was from 2015, mm-hmm. right. right? Just something that we missed. I'm like, where is the new stuff? I just hope that people, you know, we do work at a radio station, and I hope that people know that we haven't given up, I don't think. We're, we're, we're trying to find them, right? Yeah, of course. But, I mean, you've got kids, so you got kind of, you know, the, the ear on the tracks to figure out what's coming, but I would say that's the it, shins. You know? Right. So I guess, you know, I'm fine with saying Dad Rock is Mike Kim and Linkin Park and System of a Down. You know, I don't know. I guess kids might not be into System of a Down. Here's the thing, though. There are bands, you sort of said this, I think. There are definitely bands that a lot of kids can get into that were – that came out at least a decade before them. Like when I was a kid, kids loved Metallica, and I feel like they were past their prime with their albums at that point. You know what I mean? But kids loved them. But those big albums and songs that they had had come right. out ten years prior. But there were Ari a lot Lennox. Of kids. What about? I remember that Ari Lennox was yeah. a big one. Yeah, I, just those those bands that. Oh, there's like a lot of kids that are into this, and it's yeah. it, it, you know it's also from ten years ago. I don't know who those bands are now. You say your kids like the Shins and stuff, so maybe it's some of those bands. Yeah, but I was just looking at and I remembered that he had sent me Ari Lennox. Okay. There you go. When Look you, at that. When you're in junior high and high school, were kids wearing a ton of band and concert T-shirts? That they, Was that popular already? Because, I mean, that was my um, whole school. It, like for... Um, the certain group. Sort yeah, of. and they would wear, like, you know, Motley Crue shirts or, you know, right. Poison T-shirts, whatever. Right. And Hair if, metal. For me, it was a lot of Maryland. But Manson. people who didn't like, I didn't see a lot of people wearing like Depeche Mode T-shirts or anything. Right, which is kind of crazy too. Right. But I, I mean, guess, girls. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a T-shirt band, right. maybe. You know, you're like, oh, The Cure, uh, which I would wear a T-shirt, but it's right. just it's a little different. It's something about those heavy bands are supposed to be dangerous, whatever. Yeah, right. So for my generation, it was a lot of Tool shirts, a lot of Marilyn Manson shirts, a lot of Corn shirts. I'm just curious, what shirts are the kids wearing in junior high now? What bands? You know, are they just getting the ones from Coles that say Led Zeppelin and the Beastie Boys? Is that what they're wearing at your kid's school right now? I'd love to know. It's hard for me to tell. I mean, I drop them off. I don't see a lot of it. Yeah. I know he had on yesterday a Modest Mouse t-shirt. See? I'm going to say it will all float on. That's that's right. That's crazy. So who knows? Maybe we're not missing anything. I don't know. Mm -mm. By the way, do you like Wilco? Yeah. Okay. I I mean, you know, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I didn't know. I don't like that era. It's crazy because Billy Bragg is like my favorite artist. They did that Wilco and Billy Bragg, uh-huh. Arlo Guthrie thing. Like, I yeah. hate that. I could see you hating that. I hate that. Like yeah. that eight years, it like ruined two really good bands. Okay. And they're both so proud of it. Okay. I'm like, it's such <laughs> garbage. Right. Like it's like that, that Elvis Costello, Burt Bacharach thing they did <laughs> together. Like, just stop. I wonder what, I'm sure we could find an article that says the worst, uh, you know, bands come to, it's got to be Lou Reed and Metallica, right? Wasn't yeah. that kind of crowned as the worst uh, I don't know. What do you call that when you work together, Snowcone? Uh, collaboration. Collaboration. Thank you. Yeah, that's it, it, that's probably the most talked about, isn't yeah. it? Like that. I never even really listened to it. Did you ever even try? Because I mean, you're a Lou Reed fan, obviously. You're yeah, like, I oh, to it. okay. Well, he's I love Metallica, Reed. right? It was not not good. <laughs> not not good. You know, just certain things. Well, I don't think it was supposed together. to be. You know. Yeah, certain things like hey, give it. I a think shot. it was like hey, yeah, let's 
we're in a studio. Let's just see what we make. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Sometimes that works. I don't think you got Lou Reed and Metallica together. I don't think they're like, hey, we really need to write a hit. No, that's true. I think you're just like, hey, this is a really weird collaboration. I wonder what would sound like if we made music together. (laughs) Let's hang out. And they put it out and it sound like crap. Whatever. Like, Like, I don't think they were worried about it. It wasn't like, you know. (laughs) Right. Like, okay, well, see you later, dude. We we should never try that again. The Church of Laszlo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yo! Yo! What's going on, kid? Oh, man, you know, just uh, fighting this cold, trying to get the job done. How are you? Good, How's man. your... Uh, uh, I, I like that prime. It's good. Yeah, I see you've, you've had it uh, every day for, I don't know, a little while now. What are they? <clears throat> Is it Jake and Logan... Paul. Paul. Is it both Logan of them? Paul? Just Logan Paul. It's just it's his on his own. He does his own thing. I mean, those guys talk about hustling. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wish I was born with that gene. Speaking of which, I saw a thing. You know, your kids are teenagers now, and uh, I saw people talking about you know the stuff that they tell you when you're a teenager. Obviously, in school, they'll try and give you some life advice, but inevitably, as we get older, we look back and say, why didn't anyone tell us about this, or why did they lie to us about this? So there was this whole discussion about you know. What are things that you really should tell them and just let them know, like, hey, this is the reality. I'm not trying to scare you, but here's some things that you should know. Okay. So, like, one of them they said is um, nobody knows what the hell they're doing. So you see an adult and they're successful or whatever. They're just pretending just like you are. You don't get to a certain age and suddenly you're like, oh, I'm an adult now. I've got it figured out. So I think part of that, too, is, like, not only do they not have it figured out necessarily, but, but be skeptical. You know, I think that's such a good sure. trait because I see people around me have it. I'm gullible. They just don't can't take for granted that people know what they're talking about. That's for sure. Right. Or that they're telling the truth. Right. And, you know, I've just, I don't know what, what, the, yeah, what the ulterior motives are. Yeah. And I don't know if, if some people just warn their kids, hey, you know, be skeptical or, or if they watch their parents be skeptical. But for whatever reason, I've always been extremely gullible. I believe everything. Someone, someone around me who's skeptical has to remind me like, hey, that might not be true or that person might be telling you a lie. The other th- another thing that they said that you got that you should warn them about is like, hey, you know, yes, you're turning into an adult now. You're starting to do adult things. Hell, you might be driving, right? right you're going sure. to school. You're trying to get, but you're still basically being taken care of by 
adults. Right. And they said, you, when you move out and you start your life on your Oof. own, it's really expensive. So as you're sitting here thinking, like, what do I want to do when I get older? I don't know what I want to do. You might want to think about trying to find a way to make decent money because everything is going to be really expensive. And I feel like when I was a kid, the whole thing was just them telling kids, you can be whatever you want. You know, if you love your job, then, you know, you'll never want to think that's true, too. And it can be, yes. But you should also say, you know, hey, but also those kids that are going to trade school like me, I got bad grades, right? They should have said, yeah, but like my dad would say, just do whatever you love and the money will come. Yeah. I promise you, and I believe that. Yeah, I think if you if work you find on. something you love, because then you're not working, and people notice it. Yeah, people notice like, oh, I love this, and you'll be good at it, and yeah. then you know you'll start to make money. People will pay you because you're good at it. If you're doing something you don't like, yeah, <coughs> because it pays well, yeah. then you're not gonna be good at it. And if you're not yeah. gonna be good at it, then the money will go. Yeah, <clears throat> I do think though, and maybe you disagree with this. I do think though that there can be jobs that maybe you're like, this is kind of a tough job. It's not like it's an easy job, but because they pay me so well. I feel respected, you know, and so yeah, I, but I, I think do usually you like don't that. like it. Okay. And okay. if you don't like it, then I don't think you put in as much effort. Okay. If All you right. don't put in much effort, then people pass you. Okay. Gotcha. Because they might love it. So find something you love and do it. Yeah. Like find something you love and just put everything you have into it. Right. Everything you have. You got to do have, it. Got to have the balls to do it first. Right. And then we'll also. Find out what that is and then don't stop and put everything into it. Yep. And then, you know, don't be lazy. I don't know how the hell you do that. I don't know if laziness is a, a genetic thing or if it's something that's learned. But, I mean, you just see some people around you. I'm sure you know. You have friends, man, family members. Lazy, right. And then and you, and you think to yourself, I'm lazy. And then you see other people around you. You're like, damn, you're even lazier than me. Right. Like, by a lot. How is that possible? Right. You know, you can't be that lazy. You're not going to make it. Right? You got to put a little effort yeah, in. Yeah, and then you have the dreamers, you know. Yeah. There's always something that's going to happen next. Right. But, but there's those people who are like, I just, I'm going to get in there. I'll work that from the and moment people I have really to. really do it, and they put in all the effort. Right. I feel like your dad, right, is a good example of that. Your dad he was pretty lazy. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think he, what he did, he loved, so it wasn't work. That's why he told me that. Like, oh, he loved selling. I never would have so guessed he was, he was great. Lazy. But, yeah, no, he slept in. I mean, I don't know what lazy is. But I wouldn't say he's lazy, but he slept in. But he wasn't like Mark Cuban. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. No, he wasn't up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'd be going to school. He'd still be in bed. So he was doing, you know. I'd come home from school. He'd be in his pajamas in his office on the phone. Okay. So, right? But he did. He was good at what he did, and he loved it. So he made money doing it, and that was his, always his thing. Interesting. Because you know I have My a... grandpa worked on the line. Yeah. And he said, don't, I hated every second of it. He did. I hated every second of working on the line. I hated my job. But hated he, it. Was he getting paid well? Yeah, but he said, don't do it. Interesting. Not worth it. See, there's still part of me that wonders. I, you right. see these stories about how much people get paid, and you think, oh, man, I wonder. Maybe I should have done that. I don't know. Someone should have told me in high school. Um, that's interesting that you said that your dad is lazy, but that he liked what he did. Because yeah. I would have just guessed. So he wasn't lazy when it came to that. Okay. And he wasn't like, like he did yard work, no, stuff I, we don't no. do. But I mean, but yeah, he wasn't uh, <coughs> the Mark Cuban hustler. Get up at five o'clock in the morning, guy. Yeah. That wasn't him. The 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 Mark Wahlberg yeah, mentality, no, right? That wasn't him. But because he liked it, he kept the job, and he was and good, was at successful it. at it, and, and he worked hard he, at it. Yeah, and that he could, you know, retire. he would work late nights, you know, yeah. or he, you know, did but, what yeah, he, he had it. to. Yeah. Right, he did what he had to, but but he liked it. But if he could sleep, and that's why he would always say, find out what you like, and then just do it. Yeah, yeah, I because that's one of those jobs that you know. You know that I know someone who had that job. I was like, this would be the perfect job for you. But then did kind of, it sounds like what your dad was doing, except they were like, hey, you got you to gotta show up a little bit more than that or whatever. You know what I right. mean? I don't know. I don't even know what the No, I mean, was, he had done it for years before I was a kid to yeah. realize what he was doing. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. He probably already had it on some sort of lockdown. Right. You know, like he knew what he was doing every day and he, you know. 
Don't you think that there's some people, I mean, I'm certainly one of them. I think you're one of them, but someone has to be holding me accountable. So if, if I'm, you know, if I got to be at work at nine o'clock, I'll be there if someone is expecting me to be there holding me accountable. Yeah. Now, if you just say, hey, if you start at nine in the morning, you'd make more money. You know, just do this and wake up. I probably won't do it. I need someone yeah. kind of, and I, I, those are just different personality types. Now, if you tell me to be there, I'll be there. And then there's the people who yeah. are late or they don't show up. Or yeah, I'll be there. But I'm also, I could be, like when I did outside sales on commission only. Yeah. You know, I could. You could do it. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily be the first guy out there doing it, but I work late, you know, because I hold myself accountable for the money. That's right. I need the money. Yeah, I always wonder. I mean, I've never done right, something so I like could that. do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the stuff that they're saying that you should actually tell teenagers. Another one is that being popular in high school means absolutely nothing, so don't stress out about true. it. You, you disagree with that one? Mm-hmm. I do. It, you know, we were just talking about this. I don't school. think it means everything, but I think if you're popular in high school and you make friends, you do those things. I think that carries on into life with more confidence. I think easier so too. to talk to people. Um, I think it, in, I wasn't overly popular. I, you know, I think um, being in different situations because you're invited to more events, you're doing different things. So now you're more comfortable in more events because you go to more events. If you're not popular, you're not invited to anything. And now you're in your twenties and you're getting invited to your first party. Well, you already course. went through yeah. your stumbling blocks of meeting strangers and being in rooms and parties where you didn't know anybody. You were doing that when you were 15, 16, 17 years old. Right. Now you see those guys or girls who are doing it when they're 26, 27, man. It's tough. You know? And I'm not That's saying that you can't make it, but I'm, I am saying that I think the more popular you are in high school, the more experience you have yeah. to uh, social new, and- new social things, new ideas. Right. Uh, you know, you're popular, so you're meeting with different types of people. It's just not the same four people uh, that you're only friends in with in high school and yeah. only talking to those people about comic books or whatever, you know, yeah. sports or whatever those four people are into. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you probably have a, a, a larger, you know, sphere of influence. And so now you're a little bit more comfortable talking about a lot of things, which clearly helps you well, as you get older. So you, and I think you're right, I agree with this, because there's that cliche, though, that everyone talks about, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, the popular guy in high school, just wait, because now he's 35 and he's a loser, and he's, you know, there, there's that, you hear that right. from people out, like, oh, yeah, well, being popular. But is that true? But exactly. Is that actually true? Because I think we like to say that, and then we do, we do the, you know, the movie tropes of it. Exactly. But go on Facebook and just look at the guys that were pretty popular, and the girls were pretty popular. They're do at they least for okay. mine, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> also, it, it depends probably on your school. I mean, I it's so odd. Brooke and I were talking about this this, this weekend. But I mean, really go on Facebook and be like, all right, I'm going to look up the... The popular kids. Right. And the six dorkiest. Yeah. And, see what's and then just like, all right, I'll do my own little test. Right. Were the popular kids in your grade when you were in high school, w- were they nice or were they kind of like the mean girl sort of bully type thing? Because... Uh, it's so weird. At my school, it seemed like the grade above us, the, the popular people were just really mean and bullies. But the popular kids in my grade were just nice to everyone. And it's almost... Now, they were also good looking. I think that helped yeah. probably. But they were really nice to everyone. You know, if someone was being bullied, I remember the popular girls being like, leave him alone. That sort of right. stuff, you know? And it's like, you know, in the movies, the popular I think people were all, mean. Yeah. Yeah, no. It wasn't necessarily, you know, some kind of wonderful or pretty in pink. Yeah. I think that mostly the popular people were athletes. Well, that's part of it, too. You right. got I mean, and they were athletes when I was in high school. And then there was popular stoners. Yep. You know, 
And they were on the opposite side of that, and they are popular, but I don't know what, what, what got them there. I don't know yeah. if it was because they had better weed or, mm. you know, I don't know what made better them popular. But if you look at them now, like you go back, you're like, okay. A lot of them are doing Well, those that. athletes are, you know, now financial investors, mm-hmm. right? And those mm-hmm. stoners, like I go and look, and it's like, you know, the guy rents jet skis on the beach, and he's still got long hair. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, they kind of just stayed. Like, I... There wasn't a bunch of them that changed, you know. And a lot of them stay in touch with one another, right. which helps them. You they know, do, their a career. lot. And, yeah, it's one of those things. Like you said, it's in the movies that they say, oh, well, you know, they're, they're right. always losers when they're older. But in my experience, I've looked at these people and, oh, look, he started a business. Oh, look, she's doing this. Whatever. Right. Oh, what are the vodka girls doing? Oh, they're doing pretty well. She's doing real estate and making good yeah. money. You're like, oh, okay. Um, okay, so, again, this is supposed to be advice. that you're And, like, the average people seem to be pretty average. Yeah, exactly. I mean that. Like, it's, you kind of like figure it out. You know, they're pretty average. Like, you're like, oh, look at that. They got a. She married that guy. They they didn't date in high school, but they must have met after college again. Yeah, there's always now they're those. married, and he's a real estate agent, and she's an insurance broker. Yep, exactly. I look happy. They got two kids. Good exactly. for them. They're just doing. They got a nice house. Yeah, you know, looks like they're at the lake vacationing this weekend. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Pretty average. Exactly. Which is nice. You know, it's good. Hey, yeah. you may not be America rich, but you're world rich, and you're right, doing yeah. pretty well, right? Another thing that they said that you should tell teenagers is is try to uh, explain that friendships do take maintenance. But I don't think that that's something that you you need to teach someone. I think they'll learn that, right? And also, right. they say the biggest problem now is that kids, like your kids' age, they they don't get together nearly as often because they they talk on Snapchat, you know, or they yes, text or whatever. True. So they look at the amount of time that teenagers well, that could just be my together. kids. It could be other kids who are hanging out every day. Like I don't know, my kids don't do that, you I know, mean, and I worry about them, but they don't. Well, I don't know if it's true or not, but I know there's been some dispute. But that woman who wrote those books, you know, she's acting like there's all these studies that show that kids now spend far less time actually together right. than kids did. I mean, that's what I've heard, which makes me feel a little better. But I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe if I asked other parents, I'm like, no, it's kids over <laughs> my house all the time. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, like, he's always with his buddies. Like, so I'm like, well, well I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, now this is probably my favorite thing. I know we're going to take a break, Snow Cone, but because uh, we have to go through all of these. But. This is probably, I think, the best piece of advice of the whole thing, which is that during high school, you should really try and pay attention and learn, to learn what they're teaching you and just do it. You can be in class yeah. and you can you know, try and make people laugh and all that stuff and be annoyed and watch the clock and wait for it to be over and do the minimum. Or you can just pay attention. It's probably not that hard. It's not mm-hmm. rocket science. No. Just learn it and do it because it, well, if you get good grades in high school, just it can options. change your life. Yes, right. it just gives you these options because now you can get scholarships. You can do, I mean, and it, I, you and I both regret that. Yeah, right? for I mean, sure. We've talked about that before. Like, I just why did I? It just seems so easy. Right. It seems now so easy looking now. back on it, but then it wasn't exactly because you know you're only you've only been alive for so long. You've only had so much fun. So six months is an eternity. Well, absolutely. Now it's, it's like six months in prison. I could do exactly. Let alone six months at school. It's point two percent of my life. But when you're a teenager, right, it's ten percent of your life. Right. Whatever. Right. And there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. But man, so we I'm, almost do it backwards, you know? You're going through puberty. And I know. That's what I'm saying. We're going to decide. Girls for the first time. Like, it's just, you know, there's so much. And being exposed to so many different things, it's like, you know, that really takes a back seat for a lot of people. And I, there's really? no way that I have my head on straight enough to figure that if I just do this now, my life will be easier later. Right. My head wasn't there. My head was like, well, who cares about later? Exactly. Who cares like, about what later? What about later? I want to have fun tonight. And, and look at it. look at what Sarah's wearing today. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still live my life that way. Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess if you can find a way to make it work, there make it go. work. The Church of Laszlo. 
It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Tell me about Burning Man. All right. Oh, yeah, Burning Man. We can start with that. Well, a bunch of people got stuck at Burning Man. I really, Lazo, to be honest with you, don't understand Burning Man. I've seen things about it. I've seen the big pile of sticks lit on fire. Are there bands playing there? I don't really know. You know, my mind, I think, if you're going out to the desert, everyone's getting together, I assume, is this like some sort of Coachella thing? But I never hear about bands. And when they, you know, uh, try and, and show it in, in movies and stuff, it looks like people are just hanging out. And then at the end, they, they burn a bunch of sticks. I really don't know. But it's, it's big and it still happens. And I mean, celebrities yeah. go to this damn thing, but then they get bad weather. And the way it was described in the news, Lazo, they said, imagine this part of the desert, the ground is almost like baby powder, they said. So imagine yeah. soaking baby powder with a bunch of rain and then trying to walk. Okay. And that's what they said the, the ground is like there. So, you know, cars were stuck and it was difficult to walk. But if you walked like three miles, you could get out of For there. For the most part, the roads are dried out, but... Uh... <laughs> Everybody's getting all the mud off their stuff. It's the mother of all traffic jams. Hundreds, if not thousands, of trucks, RVs, and other cars snaking through the Nevada desert, inching along. Yesterday afternoon, the festival organizers lifted the driving ban, saying conditions on the roads improved, but cars were lined up long before then, with reports that it took anywhere from 7 to 10 hours for burners to get out. The Burning Man website asking drivers to be patient and avoid driving through any standing water because... These were the conditions over the weekend. Seven to ten hours stuck in a traffic jam. I start to lose my mind when I'm stuck in traffic at, at the stadium for an hour. I start to get claustrophobic, and I'm, I'm ready to just leave my car and walk. I cannot imagine being in a 10-hour traffic jam. But you know what? I also can't imagine driving an RV out to the desert for some sort of... There's ten an, principles anti, of Burning Man. It's anti-capitalist. I, I mean, I saw a headline earlier that was talking about how the ultra-wealthy infiltrated the anti-capitalist Burning Man. I'm like... That's what it was? It's some sort of anti-capitalist movement? I mean, Snowcone, you're the young one here. This is stuff you should know. Radical I'm- inclusion, gifting, decommodification, radical self-reliance, radical self-expression, communal effort, civic responsibility, leaving no trace, participation, participation, and immediacy. So Those are the ten core tenants of Burning Man. I still don't know exactly what you do when you get there. Well, they're saying billionaires ruined Burning Man. And then it started as a small gathering in 1986 on a beach in San Francisco. And then it eventually grew into this like countercultural community. And they call these people who go, if you watch it on the news, where they call them burners. Like burners were stuck in their cars for this long. They call them burners. So it's supposed to be, I guess, some sort of, you know, we don't like commercialism and we're going to do this little makeshift city. And uh, then, you know, I guess at the end, they burn stuff. Well, they had this weather. People got stuck. And there was stuff in the news saying, hey, you know, if they're really stuck, some people only brought food and water to last long enough for the festival. And now they're there. I'm, like, I'm thinking, OK, their RV is stuck. It's not like they can't get a helicopter there or, you know, a Hummer or something. Right. I didn't understand why some people were saying, no, this is really scary. I'm like, well, no, it's really annoying, but they'll get out of there. Then I see that Diplo. And Chris Rock and these other celebrities, they decided, you know what, we're going to hoof it and we're just going to walk out of here because of all the mud. And this is Diplo talking about walking out of there with Chris Rock. Walked about three hours in the mud and um, it was me. I think Cindy Crawford walked with us, Kaya Gerber, Austin Butler, Randy Gerber. A couple people that just wanted to get home to their children and just taking over an answer. We were just like, look, we can make it out. There's no one stopping us from walking. And, you know, it was a challenge, but it, it was honestly one of the highlights of the whole trip was just getting out there and 
enjoying the time out there and, you know, seeing the desert and walking through the mud and meeting fans. And some kid recognized me on the road and said, hey, I'll give you a ride for the next two miles. And we gladly took it. So I think this place that they do is still the same place. It's, they said it's a, a desiccated lake bed known as Playa. If you heard that, snow cone, Playa, P-L-A-Y-A. Uh, there's Playa? no Playa, Playa, like, Playa. Isn't that in Mexico? Oh, Where's yeah, maybe. Playa? I mean, oh, Playa, yeah. boy, oh, boy. Here whatever, we go. Right? Here we go. This is going to be one of those moments. But I just never I haven't. I, again, I don't know much about Burning Man, so I hadn't seen that before. Playa, they say, I mean, beach, maybe, or something? There's no money trading hands. That, that sounds good. That Playa, Playa maybe, Dallas, beach. Something? Uh, they, there's no money trading hands. That's the core to the community's decommodification really ethos. Attention in the tenth grade. I'm like, I feel like I heard that somewhere in a Spanish class one time. Actually, I never took Spanish. I'm such an idiot. Like, why wouldn't I take the language that you know millions of people right around me are speaking all the time? Well, I, I didn't care. About it. I, they, I just they said you had to take two years of foreign language, so I just took two different ones because I figured one oh, and one did? would be the easiest. Oh, okay. I took just Spanish and French because two is going to be tough. Yeah. I don't need two. <laughs> that's that's. Okay. I need to learn how to say my name is in all the languages if yeah. that's what we're going to do. Just do just. That's do what I did. One. one and one. I did Spanish and French. That's super fun. French one, Spanish one. Yeah, I never took Spanish. I did the uh, what's the thing on your phone called that everyone used uh, for a while the the language thing. I use that. You know what it reminds you? Hey, do a lingo. Isn't that what it's called yeah i did that i just i'm like man i wish i had spent some time learning spanish i'm so jealous of people that can you know speak fluently speak more than one language it's so impressive to me but anyway this festival is supposed to be about yeah, anti-capitalism good job good yeah, job boom. There you go, beach see that's spanish and there's one. like a playa del something oh yeah of course playa del karma i went there yeah playa del karma there you go i, I i've been there i think i had a maybe that was my honeymoon so that's the beach of we karma Okay, yeah, that's where I went. Boom, nailed it. Spanish won. Not too shabby, Lazo. Mm-hmm. Right, well, we already mentioned earlier uh, that Steve Harwell, the lead singer and co-founder of uh, Smash Mouth, passed away at 56 from uh, liver failure. There's been some other deaths, too, or some other deaths, too. And, Lazo, I'm sure you, you saw this, and this one is tough for both of us because you and I spent some quality time together at his resort just a few years ago, I no idea and now he's about. passed away. This morning, as oh, fans yeah, right. around the world honor Jimmy Buffett, his family revealing more about his private cancer battle. The beloved singer known for embracing a carefree lifestyle passed away at the age of 76 after a four-year fight with the rare form of skin cancer, Merkel. His sister Merkel. Lori now telling people that the two shared a cancer battle after she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer around the same time. Lori, who is now cancer-free, saying, we shared a club that nobody wants to join. I am thunderstruck that Jimmy didn't make it. How crazy is that that these siblings got cancer at the yeah. same time? He gets skin cancer. She gets pancreatic cancer. She survives... And he passed away. And by the way, I've been scared of skin cancer my whole life because they told me I had it in the fifth grade. You know, it's funny because I'm not scared of it at all. I'm freaked out by it, totally. And it's so crazy because my grandmother had it. Really? And she had it, like, ever since I was a little kid. Like the John McCain? She just was always out in the sun. She lived in the lake in Michigan when I was a kid and moved to South Florida. Yeah. Always out in the sun. And then we just have it removed. Yeah. You know, and I remember her talking to my dad, like, oh, I got to go to the doctor and get a spot removed. And And it was like, oh, and it never... And there was never anything that I noticed. Yeah. So in my mind, like when I hear people die of skin cancer, I know this is crazy. Yeah. Well, because my grandmother lived it, lived with it for fifty years, I always think like you don't die from that, right? They just because you go to your... the doctor and they check it and they remove a spot and you got like a bandage on your arm or on your, you know, when she got older, it'd be like on her forehead. Yeah. 
And it'd be there for like a month, and you take it off, and there'd be like, you know, a small little scar sometimes, right? Yeah. But it was hard to tell at that time, because she was 90, so it was like, I don't know if that's skin cancer scar, wrinkles, like whatever, right. you know? Well, so they told me in fifth grade, they told my parents that I had it, and I overheard them telling my parents that I had it, so... That turned me into a hypochondriac. Uh, I went from not caring about going to the doctor to being scared of every doctor in the world, okay. putting sunscreen on all the time. Mr. Imp says his skin cancer was different. It, it yeah. affected his lymph nodes. So it wasn't just what my grandmother had. Right, and, the, and Jimmy Buffett had this Merkel thing, right. which I'd never heard of. I think of melanoma, but just, you know, skin cancer, it says here, is the most common cancer in the United States. Yeah, but how many people die from it? Okay, so current estimates are that <laughs> one in five Americans, one in five, will develop some sort of skin cancer in their lifetime. Approximately 9,500 people in the U.S. are diagnosed with uh, skin cancer every day. That's, yeah, but that's, that could, yeah, but that's not like, all right, whatever. Right. So I don't want to minimize it, but no, no. does that mean you go to the doctor, they say, hey, you got a spot, mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and take that off and it's nothing ever again. Well, they test it to see if it's cancer. Right, but okay, but then it's, it's cancer. Mm-hmm. They remove it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean like you have it now. You hope not. So like right. 9,500 people could get diagnosed with it, but how many people have to keep going back because they have some problems? It may not. Right. But if it is spread <laughs> or whatever, many. and I, right. you know, I don't know that much about it. Right, me neither. Shocking that I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I am reading this from the Skin Cancer website, and it says uh, research estimates that non-melanoma skin cancer, which is called NMSC, maybe that's what he had, including uh, basal cell uh, carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma, affects more than three million Americans a year. It's estimated it's like that everything, man. The overall evidence provided uh, increased 145 percent between 1976 and 1984, and 2000 to 2010, and the overall incidence. Uh, increased 263% over that time period. I know in Australia it's... It's like moderation and everything, right? Right, and in Australia... Because if you're out in the sun, it's good for you. Uh, some, yes. We know that, right? But then you yeah. get too much and then you die. It's like anything. Yep. Right? Yep. I, a glass of red wine's good. A thousand glasses of red wine and you die at 56. Like it's, you know... Yeah. Everything. Yeah. I saw someone so say... So annoying. Someone said, well, we, we should stop calling sunburns sunburns and call them radiation burns because that's literally what they are. And maybe people would be a little more scared of their sunburn. Because yeah, we got sunburn this weekend. When you get burned, you know, that radiation doesn't leave your body. And so I remember But it feels good. A sunburn? Well, being on the sun feels I, good. Yeah, and then yeah. like a little bit of a burn. Like you don't want to get burn burn where it's painful, yeah. but where it's like, you know, your face is kind of hot. Yeah. Your shoulders are hot and you get in the shower. It's like, man, I feel like I went. I got sun, right? Yeah. Like, it's good for you. It feels good. It says if you have five or more sunburns, that doubles your risk for melanoma in your I lifetime. I have a million of them. And they say... Uh, more How do you live in Florida and not get them all the time? Sunscreen. More than two... Well, you can't just slather on sunscreen every day. You go to work I, and stuff. It's ridiculous. I do. I do. But it's because of what happened to me as a kid. I've got right. it in my bag right now, and I'm bald. So I spray it on my head. I'm really worried about that, and I spray it on my neck. Just anything that's going to be exposed... Because I've been freaked out since I was a kid. Yeah, you live in South live Florida in like I did. You get a sunburn on your arm just hanging out your window. Well, right. Remember right? that like, picture I mean, of the truck driver? Everywhere. You know? the picture of the truck driver where she had the one yeah. arm that was totally, and she had some sort of cancer. Well, here you go. It says, uh, more than two people die of skin cancer in the U.S. every hour. Okay. More than two people every hour. I don't know how that compares to other right. things, but look, it's not scary enough. Now, it's not like Jimmy Buffett. It's not like it took Jimmy Buffett at 35. He was 76 and years old. I bet old. you that guy spent a lot of time out in the sun without that's a lot of thing. sunscreen. When they said skin cancer, I was like, well, that's kind of... How you think he would go. Right? Right, he was out in the sun with no shirt on playing the guitar okay. for right. 55 Caref- years. Caref- like, you know. And also, the guy lived if on you would have told cake. me, Right. If you would have told me you know, he died of liver failure, I'd be like, yeah, that too. That too? Sure. Right? I mean, yeah. all he did was talk about drinking and being in the sun. Yeah. 
Which, uh, do you like Jimmy Buffett? I do not, but I don't hate him in any way. Like I, I, I don't get annoyed by him like I do some of those other yeah. bands like the Grateful Dead. And I stuff. like some of his songs, a lot. Sometimes when I hear it in the background, I'm you know, like, like... Some oh, of them yeah. I like a lot, and then some of them are just goofy and I don't like them. But did you ever like buy albums and to try and They're explore Jimmy Bruff- Buffett? Okay, see, I never took Yeah, you know, there. the yellow one with the red writing. You yeah. know? And like, you know, I don't like like cheeseburger and paradise i thought that stuff was kind of silly but okay you know and see that's mostly the stuff i've heard i never Changes in latitudes and son of a son of a sailor i like that stuff so, so some of it's decent i've never really listened i like the to stories it. of it you yeah. know what i mean you know it's like you know and you know my dad loved it he, you know that's yeah. the other thing that makes you know i had buddies who lived in north carolina we go there and i remember hearing it for the first time like what the hell is this yeah and they were all laughing like the girls like it was like a pig roast they're on their twins like you know who jimmy buffett is i'm like i've never heard this before in my life so that was a part of it I lived in Florida, and then everybody I hung out with, it was almost like, I don't even know what you could put him in, but I lived long enough in the South that it's just Springsteen for Jersey, I'm guessing. Like, that, you know, he is the Southern Springsteen. Like, that's their guy who tells stories about growing up in the South. And Mm. so it's the same thing as, you know, Springsteen telling stories about living New in Jersey, Jersey and working yeah. on the line, right? And Bob Seger about Detroit, you yeah. know, and Billy Joel in New York. Like, yeah. he's kind of just encompasses anything from the Carolinas down, you know? And, he's definitely- and it's not country, but it's... No. Right? But it's definitely, I at least think it's associated with people relaxing, vacation. I mean, he's huge at the lake, right? Right. If you're out on the boat and you pull up to one of these restaurants, you expect to probably hear Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, because they want you, you know. Yeah. As you're there, you want to experience. And then then I think if you live there, it is like something you just grew up with. Right. And that's, you know, it's like, you know, Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy. Like, that's it, right? I mean. And then when I lived in Key West, you know, the guy was around. Yeah, that's crazy. When I did radio, you know, the guy was, you know, you could go in to a bar and he'd be in there. Yeah. No, everybody knew where he lived. Right. He did live there for a while. I know he moved after that a couple of times, like Jupiter and some other places. And But, I mean, he had a place there, and you'd right. run That's into him. crazy. It's like every town has oh, that yeah. guy with the guitar who plays a lot of bar gigs, but yours just happened to be Jimmy Buffett. Right, and there was like the a locals-only place. That, yeah. It wasn't locals-only, but it said for locals. It was called the Green Parrot, I think, in Key West. And okay. You go there, and, you know, there's a chance that he was in there drinking at the corner bar, you yeah. know, like... Lemmy at the Rainbow Room. Like, that's, you know, like, yeah. think about that. Like, that's California's right. guy, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, Jimmy Buffett was that guy for Southerners. Yeah. It's it's like, Brooke's dad went to see Jimmy Buffett a couple years ago, and I remember thinking, like, you're going to go to a Jimmy Buffett concert? I mean, look, obviously I know that he did concerts. It's just, I was like, you like him enough that you're going to go stand oh, there and man, listen to him? Oh, man, like, oh, yeah, I love him. I was like, oh, I mean, I've seen him, man. It's fun. You have seen him? I never Yeah, did. for sure in the South. Like, you know, when I was dating, you know. I, Couldn't miss it. Man, it was like an event. You go out there and like tailgating, like a chief's tailgate, only without barbecue. It does look like people are tailgating <laughs> at these shows. They I mean, are, and instead arguing. of barbecue, it's margaritas. They've yeah. all got blenders Machines. and margaritas. Yeah. And, you know, I like that part. That sounds like fun. You're just out there yeah. drinking. It's like, you know, the Grateful Dead for, like we said, the Bay Area. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's that's what he was for the South. It really, like, for, for the South, he was it. And yeah. it's, you know, not in a. In a drinking on the water, of course. let's have too much to drink. Not in a part of the Confederate States no, way. It, so not Leonard, South, not Leonard Skinner. Like yeah, yeah, no. Well, no, Florida way. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. In a, you know, we've got a boat. Let's get too drunk and yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe we could have sex. What do you right. think about that? Well, let's not you know, be let's angry. Smoke weed. Too, exactly. Right? All right, we got to take a break. Snow cone. Okay. The Church of Laszlo. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on? We are Doom Scrolling. All right, Laszlo. I know Snowcone said, oh, as soon as I saw the story, I knew SlimFast was going to talk about it. This is not just a story that I would talk about. This is a story that everybody's talking about because it's crazy. I just knew you would be all over it. That's all. Well, people were sending it to me this morning. So, Lazo Yeah, says, because you love poop stories. No, because it's a crazy story. All it right. makes no sense. So, Lazo, here's the headline from CNN. Delta flight... Forced to turn around because of diarrhea incident. The diarrhea incident. Diarrhea incident. It's a biohazard. I saw that oh, in quotes. Sure. They were supposed to be flying from Atlanta to Barcelona, but they were forced That's to... a long flight, huh? Yeah, they were forced to turn around because someone had diarrhea. When I first saw the story, I thought it was like some sort of weird cruise ship. You know, everyone got some sort of uh, right. virus and everyone had diarrhea and there wasn't enough... There was one bathroom. person with diarrhea? This was one person, from what I can tell, with Why diarrhea. Why they just have them I don't understand. Well, I guess maybe the other people like, I do have to go, and that guy's like, I can't get off, so... Well, it, it's worse than that. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. We have a passenger who had diarrhea... All the a way biohazard. Like, how much diarrhea is there? So they want us to come back to Atlanta. It says the Airbus 350 arrives back at Atlanta International Airport slightly more than two hours after its departure. Delta told CNN that the flight was delayed just over eight hours, but landed in Barcelona without further incident on Saturday. Quote, our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to get our customers to their final destination. We sincerely apologize to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. This is not the first flight this summer to have a passenger experience... Uh, disrupted by bodily fluids, it says. This week, Air Canada issued an apology after two passengers were told to sit in an adequately cleaned seat that had been covered with vomit from the previous flight. Mm. 
Here's the thing about the diarrhea story. How did he get diarrhea all over the airplane? Can someone explain to me? Well, what, they, did he make it to the, your pants? Right, but it's all over the airplane. Are you not wearing pants? Well, I mean, who knows? But I mean, it's probably in the seat, and then it's you know. You didn't feel it coming. You couldn't get the into sides. the bathroom. Like I'm just. Well, so if you good. had bad diarrhea, maybe he was older. God, had some sort of you know. You're getting ready for this probably eight hour flight or whatever it is, and you're trying. That's to get one of the things. Like I could diarrhea. get mad at a lot of things. I'm not mad at that if I'm a passenger. I'm like, this sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. Like you got. Oh, I'm not mad. It's just crazy. We had a, a woman have a seizure. But I can get ocean. mad at flights being delayed. I'm like, of come course. on, man. Of course, we're just sitting here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but if someone gets sick or whatever, I feel bad for them. Yeah, me too. I'm like, man, so, that sucks. Yeah, we were. We had to turn around and go back to London because woman had a seizure, and I, I mean, was just scared for her. I was like, she needs a doctor. I won't say which one because you know someone could be listening. But one of my kids. Had to go to the bathroom and that plane was landing. I've done that. And they were like, he you can't. can't and I'm mm-hmm. like, he has to. That happened to me. And they're like, he can't. I'm like, he's four. Yep. They're, you can't, like, it is what it is. Like, he's out of diapers. He's got to go. So she walked me back there and he went and they made it at the terminal until he was done. Yeah. I was like, man. Sucks. But, it but I will say that people were really cool. My my flight. I mean, he wasn't there for two hours, right? But he was four. He was four, and people were like, "Oh man, poor kid." But then I was like thirty-four. I was like, "Okay, speed it up." Right. Well, we were late. You don't have to finish. We'll get out and go to the bathroom in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to explain to a kid who's just learning how to use the toilet. Right. Like, why can't I use that? Right. Like, and. Don't completely finish. We'll find, like, he's like, right. I don't right. well, understand. Right. not been talking Because I yet. have to go. That's not in that potty book that I read. Right. Yeah, I, I was, you know, they tell you, like, okay, you know, we're getting ready to prepare for landing, so, you know, you're not going to be able to get up. And I felt totally fine, and I'm buckled up, and then we start to come in for the landing, and I start to have to pee. But it's got to have something to do with the pressure of the airplane or something, because I've never felt this before in my life. The, the, the feeling that I had to pee was so strong, and I was in so much pain, I have no idea hmm. what was causing this. And I told this woman, I have to use the restroom. She's like, you can't. She hands me a trash bag. I'm like, no, I have to pee. And she's like, hold it. I'm like, I don't know what's happening to me right now. It seems like a medical thing, but I'm not going to pee my pants right. right now. I'm you know, 35 years old or however old I was. So I unbuckled my seatbelt. And like, you went. have to sit down. And I ran into the bathroom and went. Yeah, and then I just came back out, and you know she was not too happy with me. Well, I was like, "Well, what, look, ma'am, I'm sorry. Right? But what do you want? I can't do this in front of people. I can't just, you know, if it was just you and me, I'd pee in my pants. That's fine. <laughs> right. But there's other people here. I, I, I can't do this. It's embarrassing. So uh, over the weekend, there was this electric zoo festival. It's one of these uh, techno. Do we still sure. call it? Do we still call it techno? EDM. EDM. One of these EDM shows. And uh, man, did you see any of the video of the? Yeah. They still, the, the, the kids, when they go to these EDM shows, the way they dress. I mean, the girls are wearing, like, some of them are just wearing a few straps to kind of cover their nipples and their crotch, and that's it. I mean, those, I was never into EDM, but I, mm. I kind of passed by a couple of those shows in my 20s. Like, man, look at how people dress at this show. Yeah. It might be worth listening to this crap just to try and meet a chick here. I mean, this is crazy, right? But these kids, this, this would make me mad. They've got tickets it to It is this funny show. because I grew up in Detroit where it was originated. The, the EDM, EDM stuff? yeah, you know, and techno and all that stuff. And I didn't know that. All those guys are like local legends. But if I meet people who are into it now, like, if, you know, when we used to go to L.A. or whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, man, you know these guys? I'm like, right. I've never my, heard of Not it. my thing. Right? Like, it's really weird. It was so popular in Europe. And when I would go to Europe, 
you'd hear songs that we have that were popular here, but they had technoized it. They'd EDM'd it. You know, they'd remix it with all this electronic stuff because it was so popular. But I was just never into it. But so this show is supposed to happen, Lazo. It's a it's a multi day festival. They've got their tickets, and they tell them depending on who you ask, either an hour before the show is supposed to start or a couple hours before the show is supposed to start. They say, "Hey, listen, we're canceling the show tonight. Sorry." We had problems. We had delays. They said that they couldn't get the stage put up in time. So they tell them an hour or two before the show is supposed to start, never mind, you can't come in. Music festival mayhem in New York City over the holiday weekend. Concert goers seen storming the entrances to the Electric Zoo Electronic Music Festival on Sunday after an announcement that the venue had reached capacity earlier than anticipated and no other ticket holders would be admitted. Oversold. We don't understand how you can oversell uh, tickets. Okay, that was another thing. They said, oh, sorry, we oversold the tickets. So we've already got, once they did open up the next day, they said, we've got too many people mm. in here. Uh, we, we can't handle any more. Lazo, they bought tickets. And they said, yeah, sorry, we've got too many people. So they oversold the tickets. So now the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, says that the city's going to take action against the organizers of this festival, Electric Zoo Music Festival. Uh, and I just thought, okay, you know, of all the things, when you put on all these shows, all those fears, all those worries, are we going to have enough bathrooms? Are we going to have enough places to get drinks? Is there going to be enough room to stand? Is this thing going to be a tripping hazard? Your absolute worst fear is, is the mayor going to take legal action yeah. against us after the show because it goes so poorly? How do you not have the stage put up in time for the show to start? They said that they had issues with... Uh, uh, what's the thing during COVID? Everyone said that they couldn't get uh, they couldn't get stuff, you know, because we, supply chain issues. Okay, they they blamed it on supply chain issues, and that that's why the stage wasn't ready. Dude, the show's supposed to put the right. sh- put the stage up a week before. I don't care, but you're building the stage the day the show's supposed to start. Yeah, that, I mean, you got to know at that point. That doesn't. Sound I understand right. though. You're trying to get it done. You're hoping you can get it done. Yeah. It, it just and then you tell them right before it says Friday shows were canceled after they said they were unable to get the stage set up in time. The production blamed global supply chain problems. Saturday the festival started two hours late, resulting in some acts being canceled. Uh, Tuesday the mayor said that the event um, was oversold by thousands of tickets. Now I don't know if there's some law. I've been in a meeting where you know I've been backstage with tour managers. Where it had rained outside of the festival the night before, and some of the tour managers saying the stage is not safe. Yeah. And we're all going to play the second stage. Mm-hmm. And the other tour manager was like, no, we're playing the big stage. I don't care. And them arguing and screaming at each other while you're trying to figure out. Are we going to do this? How are we going to do it? Yeah. Right? Because the second stage isn't big enough for all the equipment. So they're like, well, you know, one of these giant bands is like, well, we'll just do an acoustic set. And people are like, well, that ain't what people pay for, pay man, for that. right? Yep. And so it's like, no, what are we going to do? And then, you know, it gets pretty crazy. Right, but so that's like a thing that you kind of know, all right, there could be weather. We, I, I remember a show where a band said the stage doesn't look safe to us personally. Yeah, right. We don't want to play on it. We don't think it looks safe. But to oversell a show by thousands of tickets mm-hmm. and then not have the stage set up. I will up tell you, it was time, Incubus like, who didn't want to play. Oh, that's not who I was thinking of. Incubus didn't want to play the main stage. Okay, I was thinking of a different and, band. No, and then Jane's Addiction was like, we're playing the big stage. Okay. And you, yeah, and you could, the managers were arguing and screaming at each other. Okay. About what they were going to do. I was thinking of a different And show. then uh, the Incubus manager was like, well, we could just do acoustic sets. And, and Jane's Addiction was like, we're not, do- no. We're just going to do And then it. they were like, you all play that. We're playing over here. Yeah. So. 
I was thinking of, I, I mean, I knew you were talking about a different show, talking mm-hmm. about a bigger show, probably something like that, Jane's Addiction show. But I was talking about a, sh- a smaller show. Passion Pit. Yeah. Well, that guy was just. He's like, this doesn't look safe. He was just hard to work with. Right, like, right. I don't think it was uh, an unsafe stage. But I'm just saying, they, yeah. they, it caused this incident where here they're supposed to yeah. go, why aren't they going on? The actual band says it doesn't look safe. Right. Right. We don't like the way that it looks. There's so many problems you can run into, but overselling a show by thousands of tickets, that's, that's a serious problem. Right. If you give out free tickets and say, look, these don't guarantee entry. That's you know, one, that's thing, one yeah. thing. But if you're selling tickets and then you say, sorry, you can't come in, too many people, how the hell does I that happen? I don't think, yeah. I mean, and I'm not surprised the mayor's getting and involved. They sold. should. They're sold, right? It's not a free show. No, yeah, they paid money for it according to these things. So I don't understand how that happens. And if, I, I'm not surprised at all that the mayor is upset, right? And saying, we're going to do something. You can't oversell a show. Like these promoters need to be, have some sort of consequences for terrible actions, right? Yeah. right? And I'm not saying it's the end of the world that this EDM show was canceled on Friday, but it's you're, it's a business. Do so they return? They should, refund it all? Or? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to refund them or not. I had, you know they, they said, said they, they had, were. They, they said they were on Friday, yeah, on Twitter, right? I just saw it. Oh, okay. So they've they've said that they're going to refund them. I mean, I'm sure the mayor is going to say you have to, right? But just I just look at them like, don't you? This is a big show. Don't you have concert promoters who do this for a living? I've watched them do it. They know yeah. what they're doing. It's all they do. And you could have an idea and say, you know, it'd be cool is if we did this over here. And they say. Here's why that's not cool. Yeah. There was a guy that we worked with when we did a bunch. His name was Larry. Yeah. And he he would go out and walk it. Yep. He knew. He walked the entire place where you're going to be and it'd be like, okay, so. That dude's a legend. Three three people per this many feet. This is how many feet we have. We have the roller thing. We can sell this many people. But, you know, like when we would do the the big shows out at um, Sporting KC. Yeah. People would say, well, you still have so much room on the floor. If you remember, like, you mm-hmm. know, it'd be like yeah, that. Back sold half out. the floor. Yeah. But it was sold out, and people would always say, well, why is that? You know, you guys could sell more tickets you don't want to. It's like, no, because Larry walked it and decided that if there was uh, an, incident. an incident, there's only this many exits because of mm-hmm. how the soccer teams get off. Exactly. Right? If you don't build more exits, we can only get what we think we could fit 17,000 people on this field, but if there's an incident, we can get we nine out. That's yeah. it. So yeah. you're at nine. That's that's the number. And that's what I'm saying. I watched. That and you'd guy be work. like, "Come on, man, let's do ten. He'd be like, "No, no." And <laughs> and we watched him. We don't right. live in New York City. We live mm. in Kansas City. Right. This guy knew what he was doing. Exactly. So how Every do you time. put on a big show in New York it's, and not yeah. get it? I don't understand. Anyway, there you go. Diarrhea Delta and Electric Zoo Festival. The Church Shot Laszlo. My man Nick Wright. How are you? I'm phenomenal. What? How are What's you wrong? guys? What's wrong? He said, he said phenomenal. No, said, phenomenal. Oh, I thought you said I've been awful. Yeah. No, 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 I'm phenomenal. It's hot, and I'm walking my dog, but not the tip of usually when I call you guys, I'm taking my dog on a walk, but right now I'm walking back from uh, the vet because he can't ride in the car, and so I'm way out about a 20-block walk. Mm. Why can't you ride in the car? In New York City. Well, he gets a little car sick, and also I... the. I have a, I, I got a new car and I don't want him to mess it up. Oh, so okay. He, so what kind of car you get, Nick? For a walk. Yeah, what kind of car a you get? A fancy one. Tell us a what you get. It, is it a Ford Taurus? No, I don't. Uh, I, I got a fancy one. Tell us what it is. Um, you bought it, man. You can't be embarrassed of it. You bought it. I'm not embarrassed of it, and it's. I mean, uh, I got a AMG G wagon. Oh, oh my nice. goodness! You got the G wagon. Wow! Look at you. And it's on. 
this is the part you're right. I shouldn't be embarrassed of it because I'm not exactly like trying to hide it. It's it's the color is baby blue. Oh, oh I like wow. it. Wow. All right. I like it. Um, you got rid of. I can't have this. I can't have this dog throwing up in in the car. No, 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 no. We got to walk. Of course not. So did you get rid um, of that other piece of junk then? Well, that, listen. No, no, I got rid of it. Every so I don't want to say because maybe you guys have sponsors. I don't know. I got a car that was like kind of like in my head, my dream car was like a few years ago. Yeah, but was, every single person that I told that I was getting it, they're like, "Ooh, nice car, but it's going to be in the shop a yeah. lot." I'm it, like, no, no way. It's British. They do things well. Mm-hmm, no. And it was, I had that car for just over two years. It was in the shop 10 times. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know who told you British to make good cars. Well, you know, they make pretty ones. They make very that pretty car cars. That you bought is, I almost bought one, remember? Yeah. And everybody told me the same yeah. thing. So that's why I did. I mean,. It's not that, but I went with a Lincoln because I was like, well, if it's in, you know, someone they were can like, fix this it. Thing, yeah, someone can fix it. Right. Because when I almost bought that car that you had, Nick, I, I looked at it too, and they were like, it's so expensive to fix. Yep. It's just so expensive to fix. And the thing is, is that everything that breaks is not actually broken. It's like the car is fine, but a sensor, like, like a sensor would go bad and basically disable the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Like, it's not like, oh, it needed a new transmission. It's like, oh, no, this sensor went bad, but it might as well have needed a new transmission because <laughs> the car wouldn't drive. Right. But it doesn't matter. The new, so listen, a little concerning, but altogether good news. Obviously, I'm sure you guys talked about the Travis Kelsey thing, right? Yeah, well, we haven't no. talked about it yet, no. but he I, okay. hyperextended his knee today in practice. He, so, Kelsey Iverson is his knee. That's not obviously not good. But Schefter just reported late breaking news um, that no ACL concern, and Ooh, so funny. now they are waiting for the swelling to go down to do more examination. But a typical hyperextension in the NFL is two to four weeks. Ooh. So the Chiefs, the Chiefs are still claiming. Sorry, hold on. This is going to be loud for a second. The Chiefs are claiming, you know, we don't know his status for Thursday. I think it's pretty safe to say, Jesus is Oh, hold on. I mean, look, uh, do they need me to play tight end? I've got a ticket to the game. I could go down there and try out. I'm only a little bit older. I think I could do it. I mean, Mahomes is so good, I think he'd throw it right to me. I think I could do it. Lazarus, do you think I could do it? Mm, no. You don't think I look like I think there's things you could do. Yeah, but not being I think trying to... Catch a football over the middle of the field. Yeah, I think I'd be good at it. I, I don't know that you survived I mean, I, that. I did it when I was a kid. Right, that's the thing is, I think Mahomes could deliver it to you, but I think you'd die. <laughs> right, that's um, the problem. But, you guys have no. So faith. listen. So <laughs> the idea that Kelsey's going to play Thursday, I'd say, is almost zero. But the idea that this is like a long-term or season-affecting injury, I'd say, is also hopefully close to zero. But what's crazy is Kelsey, his rookie year. Missed basically the whole season. He had microfracture surgery, played one game. Since then, Travis Kelsey has missed three games. Twice because they were resting in week 17 or 18. They had everything clinched. And once because of COVID. He's never suffered an injury that's made him miss a game until potentially this one. Mahomes has played two games ever 
without Kelsey. The first game of his career oh, wow. when Kelsey was resting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one COVID game in 2020 or 2021, I'm not sure. Hey, Nick, um, I have a question for you on this. Just re- curious, because yeah. we all hear, and I just thought of it when I heard it. And by the way, I'm not second-guessing anyone, because <clears throat> clearly people know what they're doing. But there are two trains of thought. And I know that you talk to enough professional athletes that yep. I'm guessing they're talking about it now. Andy Reid runs the hardest camp in football. Yep. Some teams don't hit. Like, they'll hit, yep. you know, right after OTAs and get everybody ready. But once it gets to, you know, two weeks out of game time or certainly game week, nobody's hitting anymore, right? They do this thing called thud, which is you just wrap them up. Yep. Uh you know, and I don't know if they were hitting today. I have no clue. I have no idea if they were hitting. But when I heard Kelsey got hurt today, uh, and by the way, there is no second guessing because I don't think there's a right answer. But my question in my head was, I wonder if they were hitting full contact this close to their first well, game. I, yeah, I mean, listen, it was the goal line session. So I don't really know if you do goal line without some type of right. hitting. But so, yeah, listen, the Chiefs have one. Week one, seven years in a row, and I think every week one Reed's been there except for one. They since Mahomes is the quarterback, they're seventeen and three in the first quarter of the season, the first four games. So I and it is pretty clear and they average thirty eight points a game in week one with Mahomes. I say all that because I think it is pretty clear and the Steelers have something similar as far as how Tomlin runs it in, in the beginning. The Chiefs start the season more prepared to play football than the teams that have lighter training camps don't hit all this stuff. Right. But this is the risk. And, and again, right. I don't even know if this applies Me neither. to your question. Right. You, you run the risk. Of someone getting and, hurt. You know, of someone getting hurt. And so, the you know, this is – I am – and like I said, no, I want to reiterate, I know you do too. I have no idea. This could have been just him running to get water. I have no idea what they were doing in that yeah, practice. No how, how idea whatsoever. Right. But yeah, I'm just curious if that's what, you know, professional correct. football players are talking about. Like, man, that's why you don't there's, do I mean, this. There's two different schools of thought. There's school of thought is like you want to preserve yourself as much as possible. The school of thought is. In order to be ready to play football, you got to practice. You got to right. play football, right? And so, like, there's no right answer. Um, what I will say is, now listen. I'm sure Laszlo is, you know, Chris Jones, you know, holding out. Travis Kelsey now going to miss. He's all excited about his Lions. I'm sure he's going to be, you know, bleeping all over the Chiefs <laughs> for the next few days. But what I'll tell you is this: this is just going to be another page in the legacy of Pat Holmes. When without the best defensive player in football, without the best tight end ever, they already got rid of Tyreek Hill. They dropped that goddamn banner, and then the Chiefs hang 38 on that sorry secondary out of Detroit. Have you ever, Slim, have you ever seen an NFL season where there's more unnatural, unearned hype for the two saddest franchises in the league, the Jets and the Lions. I can't wait till it's the Jets and the Lions in the Super Bowl. The Jets and the Lions. Yeah, and then the the Lions get to end Aaron Rodgers' season again. The story writes itself, Nick. It's unbelievable. Which was the greatest moment 
of the last 20 years of Lions football was winning a playoff game against Aaron Rodgers that wasn't even a playoff game. Yeah, no, and I know. now that you guys have actual hope, yeah. you're going to get your teeth kicked in week one to come back to reality. And no. it doesn't matter who's out there. You know what, Slim? Maybe you could do it. I think you'd probably suffer a That's spinal cord saying. injury on that first no, throw. No, they put pads but on. You could, <laughs> but I you think could I'd be all right. I think I'd be okay. I'll stay away from those guys. I have tickets. You, you should come that? to the game. Why don't you ever come in for the game? Um, no, I don't like going to No, I can't do that. I love that he's a sports um, guy, but he's still like, I don't like being there. I got to see him on TV. <laughs> I got to watch it all. I, know, I can't I miss love anything. I going to NBA games, but NFL, there's too much going Now, this would be a game I could go to because there's no other games on. But there's no, listen, I don't know if you guys follow the trades. I don't even follow the publications. But there is a hot sports television show right now that today, how about this live one? Today is the six-year anniversary of First Things First. Wow. wow. Congrats. This, this past Friday, I just found out moments ago, one of the highest-rated shows ever. All I had to do to earn that rating was guarantee the Chiefs go undefeated and get a tattoo related to that undefeated pending season. Since then, Chris Jones has held out longer than anyone expected. Travis <laughs> Kelsey's gotten hurt. So that's not ideal. Yeah, no. But we're rolling. Right. We are rolling. Did you see the tattoo left? I what didn't. I didn't. What'd you get? Oh, my. You don't watch my show. I got a giant tattoo that on my forearm that says never a doubt. Because that's what I oh, see I every like time it. the Chiefs win. I like never it. a doubt. Um, so, yeah. Do you have it. any doubts this year? Or is it, you know, do they go back to back? I just told you, I guarantee they're going undefeated. Undefeated. Not, not back to back. Undefeated. 20 right. and 0. That's the no. I mean, here's the thing. The Lions are going to win. The Lions are going to win. Last year was a rebuilding year for the Chiefs. They played seven rookies. They traded away Tyreek Hill, and they still won the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it, man. They are great, great, unbelievable. They're going to crush your team. And you know, I don't know about that. You know what's what's going to really sting you? After the Chiefs kick the Lions' teeth in, mm-hmm. when Jordan Love is a legit quarterback, and you guys are relegated to once again looking up at the Packers like they have your entire life. Mm, boy, I, are you really? Uh, are you really yeah. on the Jordan Love train? I'm on the. I the. I'm on the. Hold, uh, hold on one second, guys. Sorry. I hope, I hope Nick understands that once he hangs up the phone, I still have to hang out with Lazlo. And you're oh, I'm really fine, man. I love it. I love it. As a Detroit fan, I just love you guys talking. I love it. I love to hear it. It makes me happy to hear all the, this. Thanks, man. Uh, I don't do No, it. here's what I think. I think the Packers are going to, you know, Aaron Rodgers is out there, you know, getting in shape for his new thing after leaving his spouse, talking about how great it is, loving life. And the Packers are quietly stewing, saying, you didn't do any of this stuff with us. You didn't practice with our young receivers. No. You didn't hang out with them. You weren't some great teammate. And you know what? You were the problem last year. You stunk. You're the guy that threw the game-losing interception to that terrible Lions secondary that everyone else cut up. You know, they and got I a think, bunch of new secondary players. You know that, right? Well, yeah, and one of, yeah I know. They got mm-hmm. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, mm-hmm. but he got hurt immediately. And I know they overdrafted a safety like they overdrafted a running back like they overdrafted an inside linebacker because mm-hmm. they're the Lions and their coach is a caveman. Uh, you don't, I, come on now. I you don't think, like MCD, MCDC? Listen, I think. You like MCDC. Yeah. Everybody likes MCDC. 
What's MC stand for? Motor City. Motor City Dan Campbell, Motor baby. Motor City Dan Campbell. Motor City right, well, Dan Campbell. I am mostly just trying to irritate Lethal. I do think the Lions are going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win the division. I do think the Packers are going to win the division. Mm. I also think the Jets are going to be t- like a train wreck. And I, well, can't I find that hard to believe. I don't know why, but I, I just w- say because I, like I think that. they got. I mean, they've got skill. Like they've got it. They're, I mean, look, I'm no Ohio State fan, but they got. You know, that wide receiver is legit. They've got sauce. You know, if Aaron Aaron Rodgers yeah. doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers of ten years ago, he just has to be better than that buffoon they drafted. Zach, Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? Like just better than a- him, and you're you're okay. Calling him a buffoon. I hope he's that guy sucks, and and he's still there. I know, but he's just with the bandana, and like I'm like this guy. No wonder why nobody likes you, dude. You're just a giant douche. Yeah, I mean, uh, slept with one of his friends' moms allegedly, reportedly, allegedly. Um, Listen, here's what I think. I think the offensive line stinks. I have questions about the head coach, and I think do you their first six games, Laszlo, the Jets business. Buffalo on Monday night, then at the Cowboys, then the Patriots, who aren't good but have beaten the Jets 15 times in a row, then the Chiefs, then after the Chiefs, the Nat Hackett blood feud with the Broncos, and then the Eagles. So right. you play Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. Dallas, Kansas City, and Philly in your first six games, and your easy games are the Patriots, who have owned you for seven years, and the Broncos, who Sean Payton's going to say my entire coaching career relies on. <laughs> no the kidding. Game. After I what he said, the dumbest man in the world. Yeah, right. they could start one and five, and then it's just over. Rodgers might go back into the darkness. Retreat. That would be amazing. Like that's what I listen. Yeah. You had, they had a corner today. Lavo come out and say he thinks the defense can be, be the, the Bears. eighty-five Bears. Yeah, the Bears. Eighty-five Bears. Look, I mean, I'm no Jets I mean, fan. I don't know. But I look at that schedule like you did, too. I think they probably come out of those first five games, two and three. But then it, it does get easier after that. No, it gets easy down the stretch. That's right. And true. so that's what, you know, um, they probably get to slip in there, you know. So I don't know. All right. Um, are we going to do, are we going to do like picks this year? Yeah, what are we going to do? do? I'm back. Yeah. Are you guys going to, is, is, um, is, is Mike Tradash nine or somebody going to sponsor this let's thing? Do that. A little we money should. in your guys' pocket. We should. Do you want to do it today? Yeah, yeah let's do it. You got time? Did I ever tell? Yeah, that's fine. Did you guys ever say on the air that the Mike Tradash nine guys saw me at the at yeah. a resort in Grand Cayman, I walked over, yeah. said they knew me from the show? I think we talked about it when they you were on one time, right? Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. But I know that I okay, talked to you good. about it because okay. I saw the picture and I was amazed. It, it, Bill sent me the picture. I, I was just like, right. how did this happen? We just ran into him. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it was unbelievable. That guy bought my my whole family's meal at this resort. He was unbelievable. Shout out <laughs> to those people. Oh, they're great. Um, all right, we doing picks? Yeah, let's do it. All right, it's against the spread, right? No, no, let's we'll just do it winning. straight up. That makes it a lot easier. Okay. All right. Chiefs, Lions. Chiefs. Yep, Chiefs. Lions. Oh, Next. my God. Oh, yeah. The Lions what are going to win. What a train wreck. The Lions what are going to win. What an embarrassment for you. I feel bad for you. All right, Nick, Slim, I don't on. have the rest of the schedule in don't, front of me. Don't you got to do it. Don't jinx, please. I'm I don't jinx anything. He already has jinxed it. It's a, Why do you think I just like let him talk? It's a, all right, so you got uh, Lions, Chiefs. Uh, we, you did, we, hey, yeah. you keeping track of this? Snow goes here. Right. Okay, then you got Chiefs at Jags. No, wait, wait. We're no, just doing. 
This week, I got oh, it. Oh, you just want to do the teams oh, this week? Sorry, I forgot yes, what we were my doing. God, it's football. <laughs> Sorry, I bl- I'm looking at the wrong schedule. I took so a lot of pseudo. I took to a lot of pseudofed today. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. I got it. Shout out though. I know that I, this is this is probably from a month ago because I'm behind on the podcast. But shout out to Snowcone for knowing who Bill O'Brien was. Yeah, that right. Was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah Bill O'Brien seems like a nice also, guy. Also, in my you know, since I haven't called in months. Uh, I mean, there's going to be over the next few phone calls a lot of like old callbacks. Also, <laughs> reverse shout out to you, dumbasses, for having a 10 minute conversation about Twitter right now being a good stock to buy because of Elon <laughs> Musk having bought the whole company. That was, that, was, that was maybe the worst thing ever happened on this show. Go ahead, keep going. A Texans at Ravens. Well, the Ravens. Okay, everyone's picking the Ravens, right? Yeah. Okay, I mean, are the Texans the worst team in football? Who's the worst team? No, the Cardinals are. The Cardinals oh, okay. want Caleb Williams. Okay, All but right. you don't like. I mean, come on. All right, Bengals at Browns. What? I mean, you don't I like, don't like who? the Texans, and they they're the ones that got C.J. Stroud. Like, it's not. Yeah, good. no, I don't. I think the Texans are going to be bad. We yeah. got to so we got to yeah. hurry up going the through Cardinals, these. The, oh, sorry, just real quick. The yeah. Cardinals have their own draft pick, Laszlo, and the Texans pick next year. Right. Because, yeah, the Cardinals so they are get, I mean, they're bad. Going. They get Caleb Williams, and then, I mean. All right, we're all picking. Marvin Harrison. Right. I mean, can you imagine? you, the Ohio State. No, right. I mean, they're, you know, yeah. Okay. They have wide receivers. They just don't have people to get them the ball anymore. Everyone pick the Ravens. Bengals, Bengals at Browns. I'm taking the Bengals. Browns. I'll take the Bengals. Okay. Buccaneers at Vikings. I'll take the uh, Vikings. Vikings. I'll take the Bucks. You know what? You know what? Me too. Bucks, Baker. Yeah. Let's go, Baker. 49ers at Steelers. I'll take 49ers. Steelers. 49ers. Uh, Pan- Steelers at home, home opener under Tomlin. Going to light pretty up. Panthers at Falcons. I say it's a tie. Falcons. Both just quit. Uh, uh, both of those teams fa- suck. Falcons, I guess. I I'll go. Who is it? Panthers? Panthers I'll at go Falcons. Bryce Young. He's going to, yeah, he'll be all right. All right. All right. Card- John Robinson, the rookie. Cardinals at Commanders. Oh, right. Cardinals yeah, at yeah. Commanders. I'm taking Commanders because Nick says the Cardinals are the worst team. Yeah, yeah, Commanders. All right, Titans at Saints. I'll take the Titans. Uh, at the Saints. Yep. You know, I'll take the Titans. Brave will have them ready to go. I'll take the Saints. Uh, Jags at Colts. I'll take the Jags. Jags, of course. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Dolphins at Chargers. I'll take the Chargers. I got the Finns. Dolphins. Uh, Packers at Bears. I'll take the Packers. Uh, me too. Lazo. I'll take the Bears. I think the Bears are better. All right. Oh, Ra- my God. No, yeah, I do. I really do. No, Lazlo loves those Ohio State guys. No, I, I hate them, but I think – I would think – do you think just sitting in a room, if you had to pick which guy you think is a better athlete, Justin no, Field Justin or Jordan Field. Love? Yeah. I'm gonna just, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, but I like – of course. But I like yeah. the rest of the Packers lineup. Go ahead. Raiders at Broncos. Uh, I'll Raiders. Take, I'll take oh, the Raiders. God. At the Broncos? Yeah. Who knows? I'll take the Broncos. Okay. Eagles at Patriots. Take the Eagles. Yep. Everyone? Patriots. Oh, Patriots. okay. Rams at Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. I'll take the I think C- the Seahawks. Seahawks. I think this is the year last though Gino really is the GOAT. I think they win that division. All right. Cowboys at Giants. I take the Giants every time. I got the Cowboys. The Cowboys have beaten the Giants 11 of the last 12 games. Bro. Not this time. I got the Giants. <laughs> okay. I got the Cowboys. And then Monday night, you got Bills at Jets. I'm taking the Bills. Bills. Jets. 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 There Jets. you go. There's your picks with right. Nick Wright. Right. This was fun. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Okay. See, See you, right, Nick. Bye. bye. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. We're done, huh? That's it. We're all done. Can't believe we talked. You got an idea who you're going to pick for that Super Bowl? I don't know yet. 
I, I don't know. I mean, I think the Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes is magical. He's pretty good at so, football. Yeah, I'd never bet against him. But I don't know. It's weird because, like, I was just asking you, could the Bills be like bad this year? I'm, I'm not I'm not like bad, but like may, maybe like not even make the playoffs. I don't know. No, and I don't know. I mean, people are saying that. I don't know if they'll be that bad, but I, and what and the Jets. I know we already talked about it, but what if they suck? You know what I mean? I know they're supposed to be better. They were doing a little bit better. Now they got Aaron Rodgers. They should right. be better. But I know you say everything storylines. For me, the storyline could just be that Aaron Rodgers does nothing. Yeah, does right. nothing in New York, and it's a disaster. I don't know. I mean, it could be. We'll see. It's crazy that it's football season. Yeah. So, all right, it's exciting, right? Yeah. Thursday, Lions, Chiefs. Yeah. The Church Lazo Bowl. It's very yeah. excited. There we go. All, all right. right, are we done? We're done today. All right, good show, MCDC. Stay positive, kids. It's the Church of Lazo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.